My name is Bruner 1.0. This is the start of the show. And if you already didn't know, I'm the guy who doesn't believe in Bo. What's up, Geekiverse? It's Bruner 1.0 here with your WWE Monday Night Raw reaction uh, on the morning after. I don't know if, what we're going to call this segment still. I don't know if it's Geeks Talk Wrestling, like I keep labeling it on iTunes and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. This is why I don't do, you don't do podcasting early in the morning, and this is the reason why. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is the second time I've recorded this because the last intro, I said it was uh, Tuesday, September 12th, or Monday, September 12th, I don't know what I said, but the date was wrong, everything was wrong about it, and then I kept confusing the first segment of Monday Night Raw in my own brain, and it was just, I was spitting out hot garbage as far as content, so this is the second time I've, st- I've started this podcast, I'm not lying to you, I'm being very transparent, and it's going to be better, I mean, we're already a minute in, and I haven't messed up yet. That's debatable, probably, but in my mind, I haven't messed up yet. So, Monday Night Raw on September 12th in Baltimore, Maryland. Boom. Cheap pop for all those folks in Baltimore listening to this podcast. Uh, Mick Foley comes out. He says, hey, backlash was okay. You know, whatever. But we've got the best women in in the wrestling company, in WWE. And I say, okay, I can dig that. You got Charlotte. She's the women's champ. She's great when she's not dropping Sasha Banks on her head. You've got Sasha Banks, who's the boss. She's legit. And that's not just a gimmick. She is a great wrestler. You've got Bailey, who's phenomenal. All right. Bailey and Sasha create magic every time they're in the ring. And Bailey's honestly done really well since coming up from NXT. You've got Nia Jax, who's a beast. Meh. She hasn't really done much. That's uh, pre-foreshadowing, maybe. I don't know what the word is for that, but she does something in this show, so we'll get into that later. Uh, and then you got Dana Brooke, who's meh. I'm starting to get into her character, not going to lie. Dana Brooke is starting to improve as a wrestler and as a character and all of that stuff, so I'm going to try and lay back on the Dana Brooke hate. She's improving. I'm enjoying it. I hate to say it, but Dana Brooke, you're making me a believer. Don't mess with my brain, yo. We've established it's early in the morning. I can't take this, so don't mess with my brain. Uh, Alicia Fox also in there. She's you know a veteran who's uh, just really capable of doing things in the ring. So anyway, McFoley comes out. We've got the best one in the in the WWE. Charlotte comes out with Dana Brooke. I thought they split up, so it's very weird that they're together. Whatever. I'll suspend uh, common sense for the fact that we're going to have a segment here. Uh, then Sasha comes out and says, I get my title rematch, so on and so forth. Bailey comes out and says, hey, I beat Charlotte twice so far. I get to be in the title shot. Okay, I'll accept it. So Mick Foley, or before that, hold on, see, this is where I messed up last time. I'm going to get it right here. Uh, Dana Brooke says, why don't we do a best of seven series? Charlotte tells her to shut her mouth. Dana Brooke slaps her. McFoley goes, well, we're going to have a match tonight to determine the number one contender. It's going to be Bailey. It's going to be Sasha. And Dana Brooke. 
He paused just like that. I'm incredible because I recreated the pause from Monday Night Raw. That's called talent, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the money, and this is the reason why. So we have Dana Brooke. We have Sasha Banks. We have Bailey. They're all going toe-to-toe for the opportunity to face Charlotte for the women's title at Clash of Champions. Uh, great match. Aside from the very start where it looked a little awkward with all three of them in the ring, uh, Dana Brooke surprised me. She was great in the ring. Sasha Banks, Bailey, top-notch as usual. Uh, Sasha pins Bailey, but Sasha's shoulders were down as well. So we're expecting next week something's going to happen. Or maybe on Facebook and Twitter because they love promoting their social media with breaking news developments and blah, 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 blah. So Sasha Banks wins, but her shoulders were down as well. So we're probably looking at a triple threat match for Clash of Champions. It'll be Bailey, it'll be Charlotte, it'll be Sasha. That's my guess. Right now it's just Sasha and Charlotte at the time of this recording on Tuesday, September 13th. So uh, what happened after that? Dana Brooke apologizes to Charlotte. Charlotte tells her to grab her bags. Dana Brooke does it. Dana Brooke is the uh, servant still. She's still playing that role. She's going to blow up eventually, and those two will have a feud. It's going to happen. Uh, I was not looking forward to that at first, and now I'm okay with it because, like I said, Dana Brooke has been has been stepping it up. So there's the women's section for now. Uh, there was a great match near the end of the show. I I foreshadowed it, I think. <laughs> I'm going to quit trying to use that phrase because apparently I don't know what it means. Uh, the Shining Stars and Enzo and Cass. Uh, this feud is kind of weird. I don't know why the Shining Stars are getting a push. But they're doing what they can with it. It's funny. It's humorous. I enjoy it. So, uh, you know, Enzo said he's going to get Rosetta Stone so he can start understanding the uh, the Shining Stars when they speak Spanish or Portuguese or whichever language they're speaking. Uh, so, you know, they have a match later on, and we'll get into that. But I, I think the segment was actually pretty awesome, and especially when they have Big Cass walk in and they, he just goes chest level because he's seven feet tall and he can't teach that. And then they have to pan up because he's seven foot tall and he can't teach that. Anyway, you get the idea. Big Cass, real tall, and they sold it really well with the camera work there. Uh, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, they talked to uh, Tom Phillips or Terry or Frank or whatever they were calling him this time. Uh, those two are just money behind the scenes. You can't state it enough. You know, Kevin Owens had a great promo about why, uh, you know, Seth Rollins isn't the guy for Triple H anymore and how he's just better. And Triple H finally realized that Kevin Owens is the new guy. He needs to be the guy that everyone gets behind. So thought that was cool. Chris Jericho with the stupid idiot. It. Love it. The stupid idiot thing. I hated it at first. I thought it was completely overblown and overplayed. And now he's proving that he can make it work. He's doing a great job of making it work. Wow. Who knew in 2016 you could get over the phrase stupid idiot in professional wrestling. But Chris Jericho's doing it. And I hate to say it, but I love it. Here's the thing. I don't like admitting that I love stupid things, but I love this. Maybe I'm the stupid idiot. Who knows? Highlight reel. It was supposed to be Kevin Owens on the highlight reel, or so Chris Jericho told us. So then he goes, I'm going to replace Chris Jer- or I'm replacing Kevin Owens. 
because Mick Foley took him off it. Yeah, it's Mick Foley's fault, of course. I'm going to replace Kevin Owens with his former best friend, Sami Zayn. And Chris Jericho gets down, <laughs> gets down on his knees and gets down on all fours. He's just like at ground level saying, now I've got Sami Zayn. Great way to sell that. I love it. Sami Zayn comes out. And I hope this is a long-term, uh, long-term promotion for Sami Zayn eventually climbing to the top. They're doing this like they did with Daniel Bryan. Now, Daniel Bryan wasn't intended, but when they did it, they had all this promotion from, like, months because he had been the underdog for so long. So Sami Zayn comes out, and Chris Jericho's just ripping him, like, you're not good enough. Kevin Owens got rid of you because of this. Like, you're just not the guy. You're worthless, so on and so forth. And then Sami Zayn goes, Kevin Owens is going to turn on you. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about the people. He doesn't care about anyone but himself. And Chris Jericho, you are Kevin Owens' female dog. I'm not going to say it, but you can connect the lines there. Rhymes with snitch. There you go. Awesome. That's promo 101 down the line. Like, you're going you're gonna to clip that soundbite, and you're going to be like, boom, dropping the timeline because that was awesome. We can use that for months. Use it for months. Chris Jericho says he gets a text, he smashes Sami Zayn in the head, and bada bing, bada boom, we've got a match at Clash of Champions. Uh, Chris Jericho, Sami Zayn, one-on-one. I'm hoping Sami Zayn goes over because Sami Zayn needs to get more big wins. He beat Kevin Owens, finally. Uh, I'm trying to think who he faced. He won in a pre-show match at SummerSlam, whatever. Him and Neville had a cool match with the Dudleys, fine. And then... Now he's going to face Chris Jericho. That's a big win. Sami Zayn's done a little bit of a, of a winning streak. There's your next feud for Kevin Owens when he loses the title. Because those two could fight forever, and I would watch it. They are just money. So, Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho, class champions. We'll see what happens there. Hopefully it's Sami Zayn. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, this, will be, this is the fifth match because Sheamus won the first three. They were televised. Okay. And then Cesaro won in London on a live show, which I don't quite understand. But who am I to judge? I'm not corporate for WWE. So uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, I I wondered how they could recreate seven matches with just those two guys. But they're doing pretty well. Every every match, it seems like you see something a little new. Um, This one. Cesaro used the bottom rope, and uh, he might have had tights. I'm not. It was kind of weird pin, but. Why Cesaro as the good guy is cheating, I don't know, but I don't hate it, I guess, because you got to make it work. So Cesaro is now down two to three in the best of seven. What will probably happen is next Monday they'll have a match. Cesaro will tie it up. It'll be three to three. Shocker. And then uh, at Clash of Champions, they'll have the seventh match. That's what I'm guessing. Uh you can tell. I was waiting for him to say it. They're recreating the Cleveland Cavaliers when they were down 3-1 to one and came back and won it. And Michael Cole referenced it, and it's stupid. I'm sick of the pop culture references. Mauro Ranallo on SmackDown will do it all the time. He'll reference, like, UFC, or he'll mess up and say, Smoking Joe Lewis when he meant Smoking Joe Frazier. Just stop it. Just be wrestling. I don't need you to be anything else. Just... Stop it and be wrestling. 
But that being said, this this seven uh, seven match series has gone fairly well. I'm interested. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. I didn't think I would. So props to those two and my best friend Cesaro, who I got to meet twice. He was doing this weird thing with his hands. It was a weird W, and I was going to shake his hand, and he was like, "Cool, whatever. I'm an, I'm Cesaro. Whatever. I can do what I want. I'm super cool." <laughs> He's a cool dude. If you get the chance to go meet him, do it. Uh, Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Nia Jax finally gets her first like actual match with a with a women's wrestler, not a jobber. <laughs> and uh, oh, I missed one. Okay, so the promo or the intro I did at the beginning, Bo Dallas. Uh, that was because he's now doing this weird thing where he slowly rhymes, and at the end he says he believes in Bo. Uh, he faced another jobber and beat him rather quickly, stealing Cody Rhodes' old finisher, the Queen's Crossbow. Queen's Crossbow. Uh, I don't get it. I think it's stupid. I'm sick of Bo Dallas. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work. He's still wearing the Outcast singlet. If you're gonna make Bo Dallas like a a thing, give him new gear. Ryback used to get new airbrushed gear all the time. You're going to tell me you can't put a freaking new singlet on Bo Dallas? It's pathetic. It looks stupid. Unless he's getting the social outcast together, give him new gear. There's my rant. I'm moving on. Nia Jax, Alicia Fox. Uh, This one did not end with a finish. Because Nia Jax put Alicia Fox through the barricade. An OMG moment in WWE 2K16. Who would have thought you'd see this in women's wrestling? Not I. Not I one bit. That was amazing. That's how you build a monster. You make them destroy someone. She put her... She put Alicia Fox through the barricade and the match was stopped. Last week, it was Braun Strowman getting a count out on Sin Cara. Not because Sin Cara was incapacitated. He broke the count and the ref just sucks. Nia Jax put a woman through a barricade. Awesome. I loved it. I thought it was that was the perfect way to build Nia Jax. She took a legitimate women's wrestler who I believe has won the Divas title. Maybe? Former champion? I'm not sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, Alicia Fox has been around. She got a push at one point. People know her. She's on Total Divas. And now she's getting put through a barricade? Are you kidding me? I loved it. Finally, something smart from WWE. Not that I'm going to sit here and rip them the entire time, because this Raw was actually pretty phenomenal, so nice job by them. Uh, New Day versus Bullet Club. New Day comes out and says, <laughs> we're going to show you that old that stuff from last week, where the Bullet Club came out and showed the old day, quote-unquote. And then they're like, no, we're not going to show you that. That wasted five minutes and 37 seconds of your day, of your life, that you can never get back. We're never going to show you that stuff again. That was great. And then they went on this spiel about things you could do for five minutes and 37 seconds. Awesome. Obviously, the club comes out and gets a little attitude with them and rips the crowd, rips the New Day, whatever. What I don't like is that they had... Who do they have? They had Xavier Woods. This is why you don't do it in the morning. You need more coffee. Xavier Woods and Kofi versus the club. Why are we doing the match that we're going to see at Clash of Champions? Obviously, you'll probably see Big E. I'm assuming he's still recovering, so they're taking it slow with him. But you're going to see Big E probably at Clash of Champions with Kofi instead of Xavier. But 
find a new way to do this. Why not have them on commentary like they always used to do? Or, you know, put put uh, put them versus, like, Titus Young or Darren or Titus O'Neal, Darren Young. I don't know. Put them versus anyone else. You've got tons of random people that you never use. Have them do a match. Have the club be stupid and interfere. And then, you know, you don't want these guys to touch each other until the actual pay-per-view match. Because we saw it at SummerSlam. You're giving us another match that we've already seen. And it didn't end because Big E came out and interfered. What are you doing? Don't have the same match that you're already going to have. So I didn't like that they're doing that. They made Xavier Woods look like the GOAT or the Punk or whatever because he lost. So I I don't know. I don't get the booking there. You're just showing us the same match over and over. Why am I going to be excited to see this match at Clash of Champions? Because there's the idea that the club could win the titles. I've had that idea for months now. As for as soon as I came in, I'm like, every time they're in the in the championship match, they're gonna win it. You're not you're not doing anything new for me. So, wasn't a fan of that. I, whatever. Uh, Ginger Mahal comes out and says he's peaceful now instead of angry at the world. I, I don't get it. It's very stereotypical to have him come out with like Indian theme music and he's got his whole gimmick or his get up. Uh, uh, I didn't like it. And then you get Jack Swagger come out, and he's the real American, so everyone's going to cheer for America because, you know, you're in America, so they're going to cheer for that. And Jinder Jinder Mahal beats Swagger. I wasn't ready for that one, personally. So that was kind of weird. Is Jinder Mahal getting a push now? I don't get it. Uh, Perhaps foreshadowing here. I keep using that phrase, and it's not what I want. Uh... Uh, perhaps signifying something here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, here's what happened. Jinder Mahal beats Swagger. Swagger's in the back doing a post-interview with, the, I think it was Tom Phelps again. That guy's crazy. He does so many interviews. Uh, and Tom says, yo, tough loss, but your contract with Monday Night Raw is coming to an end soon. And then Jack Swagger just walks away. So perhaps... This is how they're going to do like free agent transfers or trades, so to speak, between the brands. Oh, your contract's up. I guess you can go be a free agent and go to SmackDown. Or maybe he'll go to NXT. I don't know. But this is he's probably going to SmackDown. And fine, because SmackDown needs some people. The roster's really thin right now. But Jack Swagger, like, he hasn't done anything for how long? I'm not, I'm not looking to see Jack Swagger face people. On my time. I hate saying it like that, but it sounds like a jerk thing to say. But, yeah, Jack Swagger had his run. I'm not impressed with him. Move on. So that's probably what's going to happen. Jack Swagger will most likely go to SmackDown and perhaps challenge for the Intercontinental title to give Miz someone new. If they put him in the world title match, I'm going to lose my mind. I might lose my mind. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. That sucks. Uh, Enzo Amore faces Epico. Uh, they cheat, they lie, they cheat, they steal. I don't know if they're doing a new Eddie Guerrero gimmick or what, but uh, Epico beats, uh, what's his name? Come on, coffee, kicking Enzo Moy. Epico beats Enzo. Uh, Primo had his legs down, so there's no way he could kick out. Cool. The Shining Stars are 2-0 against Big Cass and Enzo in some form or fashion. I don't get it. I still don't get it. So... That was rather disheartening. Maybe they're doing like the old school 
heel wins, heel wins, heel wins, heel wins. Oh, it's the pay-per-view. Here's the babyface victory. We'll see. I don't know. But the Shining Stars are getting wins. And Enzo and, um, uh, Enzo and Cass are getting losses. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, who do we got? Owens versus Reigns. Uh, before that, McFoley talks to Seth Rollins says, Yo, Seth, do not mess with this match. If you mess, this, mess with this match, there will be repercussions. Okay, whatever, Foley. Cool, that's awesome, fine. Kevin Owens rubs it in Seth Rollins' face. Says, you were just the guy who took all the credit in the shield. You didn't do anything. You let everyone else do the big work, the leg work. You were just some dude. And then Triple H and the Authority, well, they did all your bidding. You had Kane, you had J&J Security. They did all your work. And it's true. Kevin Owens is saying facts. And then he's like, Seth Rollins, you're just mad because Triple H saw me for what I am. And I'm the Universal Champion. The longest reigning Universal Champion, which I love. Tyler and I were talking about this last night. Like, whoever thought of that is a genius. Of course he's the longest reigning champion. There's only been two, and the first one had to relinquish the title after day one. So it's just, it's awesome. You can just throw that in people's faces. So... Uh, and then McFoley comes by again and says, Seth Rollins, do not mess with this match. Do not do it. Okay, whatever, Mick. I'm mad. Blah, blah, blah. Owens versus Reigns. Uh, not a great match. It was kind of sloppy at some points. Not a terrible match. Could have been worse. That's my motto for life. Could have been worse. So, not a great match. Seth Rollins, he comes out. And he hits Kevin Owens, giving Kevin Owens a victory. Okay, that means Seth Rollins versus Owens at Class of Champions. No Roman Reigns. Mick Foley comes out. Seth, go to the back. We're going to have a talk, which was really lame. How is, how is that threatening? Hey, you, don't do that. We're going to go talk. What? Like, I know Mick Foley can't wrestle and he can't take bumps because he's old and injured and all that, but, like, back in the old Attitude Era... When Vince McMahon and Stone Cold were going at it, you believed it because Stone Cold beat the crap out of Vince McMahon every chance he got. Now, you've got McFoley who can't really do that. You can't you can't beat up McFoley. So it's very weird. Like his threat is we're gonna talk. Okay. And that's exactly how Seth Rollins reacted. Oh, okay, we're gonna talk. Okay. So Seth Rollins goes to the back, McFoley says, restart the match. Here I am thinking Roman Reigns is going to win this. It's stereotypical Roman Reigns winning fashion. But lo and behold, Rusev. Rusev returns from his uh, lovely honeymoon with Lana. And he interferes in the match. And Kevin Owens wins. It's not technically a clean win, but he pinned him 1-2-3. Rusev technically didn't touch Roman Reigns. He just got distracted. I like it. I'm glad it'll just be Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins at Clash of Champions. Rusev and Roman Reigns will probably continue their feud. So there's two unique, well, not really unique, but two different matches that people will actually want to see because we didn't get a SummerSlam finish between Rusev and Roman Reigns. We haven't seen Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins all that often off the top of my head. So I like that. Uh, and we'll, we'll have to see what happens from here. I thought it was a solid Raw. 
I'll give it a solid B. You know, once again, take that college paper, you slap it on the table, you say, I know that's a B. You can't tell me that's not a B. Come on, professor, just write B on it. Don't even read it. Just write B. And then sure enough, you get that paper back, and it's a B. You're like, maybe it's a C+. No, no, no. It's a B. Maybe it's a B+. No, no, no. You, you know what work you did. It's not a B+. It's a B. Boom. Solid B for raw. You know? The Bo Dallas stuff is boring. It's stupid. I'm over it. The Jinder Mahal and Jack Swagger stuff didn't make sense. Meh. Primo and Epico. I don't know why they're getting wins. Meh. But Kevin Owens is money. Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn, that should be solid. Uh, Seth Rollins is great. Roman Reigns and Rusev, I'm actually interested in. The women's uh, developments, who knows what's going to happen there because Sasha's shoulders were down. So, and hey, we didn't have Darren Young and Titus O'Neil wasting everyone's time. So I'm liking it. I thought it was a solid Raw. They're finally stepping up their game. Uh, Nia Jax taking Alicia Fox through the barricade. Awesome. And we had people cheering for the jobber in the Bo Dallas stuff. Let's go, jobber. Let's go, jobber. It was awesome. So, solid B. There was things I hated, things I loved. Typical Raw. But, you know, for the past couple weeks, it's kind of been meh. There have been lots of C, C minus shows. So, Raw's finally stepping up to the plate. I enjoyed it. That being said, we're going to wrap it up. We're coming close to 26 minutes here. So, let's see if we can get through this. Be sure to follow us on The Geekiverse. You can go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. You can go to Instagram. We have a Snapchat. I'm not sure who controls that Snapchat because it's not me, but we do have one. And you can find all those links on thegeekiverse.com. It's easier to search it. Just Google it, google.com, The Geekiverse. All of our stuff will pop up, I promise you. You'll want to go to our YouTube channel. We've got uh, lots of stuff going on. The Grumpy Geek, he just released a new one. We're going to have Bruner versus Booner, round one. It's coming soon. NHL 17 comes out today. We're going to have some geek plays because Josiah is going to get it. I'm going to get it. We're trying to talk Mr. Andrew Garvey into getting it. So we're going to have uh, NHL stuff coming up soon. It's going to be awesome. Meanwhile, while you're on the Geekiverse, go there. Go to our merch store. We've got tons of cool shirts. We've got the uh, what I like to call the certified G shirt. It's RG. It's not the Enzo and Cass G. It's the Geekiverse G. Boom. You can throw that right in there. You can get uh, all staying all up all night to get Loki. You can get your Pokemon. You can get your Star Wars. You can get your Star Trek, I believe. We've got tons of shirts there. Go snag one. They're cheap. Uh, Josiah is really good about getting them out quick. And they're fun looking. As long as you're not wearing them at work, getting you know in trouble because you're supposed to be wearing a shirt and tie, then you're fine. Go out on your weekend. Show your geek pride. It's cool, man. Drink it in, man. Sorry. Um, also, when you're going to go buy things, because that's what's going to happen soon, it's, we're getting close to Christmas. I know. I know. You're not supposed to say Christmas this early on, but it's happening. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever you celebrate, if you're, uh, you know, you just want to get something nice for someone, here's what you do. Geekiverse.com. There's an Amazon link. It's on the left side of the screen. You click it, and it's just going to take you to Amazon, and then you buy the stuff you're already going to buy. It's real simple. You buy what you're going to buy. Get your great Amazon discounts because Amazon's awesome. I love it. I order from there all the time because it's super cheap, and I have Amazon Prime, and it just ships in two days. Who doesn't love that? 
nobody. That's who. You go there. You buy the stuff you're buying. It helps the Geekiverse out. We get a small, very small, very beginia. We get a very small kickback simply by driving traffic to Amazon. So if you could do that, we would appreciate it. The Geekiverse loves you. I love you. This is getting weird. I need to go have another cup of coffee. Bruner 1.0. I'm out of here. We'll get you on SmackDown tomorrow. See ya.